Hey, this is Adam Torres, and I'm here to tell you that it has never been easier to start your very own podcast. At Mission Matters, our goal is to amplify stories that matter. That means we want to help you start your podcast because your story matters. We can do this in three different ways. One, join our podcast school and take a free or paid course. Two, visit our resources page where we've already figured out what you need, such as where to host your podcast. Or three, heck, we can even do everything for you through our podcast agency, including editing for cheaper than you can do in-house. Oh, and no contracts, services month to month. Get started by heading over to missionmatters.com and click on Start a Podcast. All right, now let's get into the show. Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Entertainment Podcast, your source for all things entertainment. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Ronit Plank on the line, and she's author of When She Comes Back, a memoir, and also host of And Then Everything Changed podcast. Ronit, welcome to the show. Hey, Adam. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, my gosh. I love having fellow podcasters in the show. First off, I love bringing them up to my audience so that my audience can learn about new great podcasts and talents out there. But uh, also, I love it because uh, you get to do my job. So this is awesome. I get to relax a little bit. Um, yeah. Just so- to kick us off, um, I want to start off with your podcast. So let's just dive right into it. So the, oh, excuse me, and then Everything Changed podcast. First off, what was the inspiration for launching this? Thank you for asking that. Um, I have been real interested in people's stories for a long time. I used to act, and I'm a teacher, and I'm a writer, and I think that learning about people's lives has always intrigued me. And um, when I think back to college, I actually was a major of sociology, so I think it all kind of led to this. And I was wanting to kind of hear how people got to the places that they got to because no one gets through their childhood or adulthood unscathed and a lot of us have to learn lessons and I wanted to put lessons of compassion and grit and resilience into the world to help inspire others because I myself which you know we'll talk about in a minute with my book when she comes back went through a kind of a really hard time but sort of found my way. And I think that the more we listen to stories of people and what they went through and what they learned and what they're fighting for, the more hope it gives other people. And really, it's part of my mission to build empathy and also to hopefully make the world a better place for the kids coming up. And for the kids that we were, we can kind of honor where we've been and live a better life because of what we've learned. So I spend my interviews with my guests really asking deep questions, I hope, and questions that take us on a journey. And hopefully the listeners at the end of those episodes will take something away for themselves that might stick or help them live their lives richly. I love it. I think it's a great mission. I think it's a great thing you're doing and also a great transition. So let's just dive right into the memoir. So when she comes back. So tell us a little bit more about, well, first off, congratulations on the project because for everybody Thank listening, I, always, I mean, this sounds very self-promotional and it is because I encourage everybody to write a book because we're publishers. But but that being said, um, I know it's difficult and like getting a book out and getting into the end. But now that yeah. you're done, how do you feel? 
I feel really good. Um, I, you know, it's, it's a, it's a strange thing, as you know, because you're a writer as well. But, you know, to write your own story and to have it out there, it, it's getting published on Mother's Day 2021. It's available for pre-order now. So, um, you know, and I'll send all that information after. But basically, I've been writing the book for a long time, but probably longer than I even knew I was writing the book because it's about my life. Mm. And I I had some feelings about memoir prior to writing one. I My mom, so anyone who's heard of the documentary by Netflix called Wild Wild Country, it's a six-part docuseries that came out a couple of years ago. And it's about the guru Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh who not only had an ashram in India, but he also had an ashram in Oregon, in Antelope, Oregon, and this was in the 80s. And my mom followed him. So she left our family uh, first when I was about five and a half to follow him in India, and she came back for a while, but then went again to follow him in Oregon. And so that's the, the, the center theme of my book is basically my mom leaving and growing up waiting for her to come back. And so what happened for me was when I watched the documentary, Wild Wild Country, which is still available. I definitely was nervous and I, this was in the middle of writing the memoir, but it added a whole nother layer because there I was watching the documentary with my husband, kind of scanning all the footage for mm. my mom. Like, I was like, am mm. I going to see my mom in this footage, you know? And mm. it was strange because I kind of wanted to see her but I also didn't want to see her. And I wanted to know about Bhagwan, the guru, and I also didn't want to know. And so there were all these interviews with people who followed him. They're called sannyasins. And I was like trying to get into their head a little bit to see if I could buy into what they bought into and also kind of irritated, right? It was like both and. And I never did see my mom in the footage, I, which I guess maybe was okay. But I ended up adding a whole nother layer to the book that I wrote because the book starts when I'm a kid, um, the first time she's leaving. And it takes the reader back to where my parents met. And I was born in Israel on a kibbutz, which is sort of a community work farm. It's sort of like a socialist type of thing. And so I went from there to the States to then living with only my father to then waiting for my mom to come back and the other piece of the story, which I kind of uncovered as I was writing, was really my father left first. He he left first, the family. And had my mother not gone to India, I don't know when I would have seen my father. So, re- yeah, so really the, the childhood was a lot about parents leaving. But ultimately, my father stayed and raised my sister and me. And then ultimately, I reconciled with my mother which is what I think that this book has a little bit about that some other books don't have because we have a, a rich relationship now, my mother and me, or my mother and I. <laughs> I never remember how to say it, my mother and me. And so, like, I think it's about, you know, motherhood and childhood, and it's about maybe redemption and maybe forgiveness. And, you know, my mother's read the book. I sent it to her. I sent it to my father. I sent it to my sister. So wow. I feel like I have, yeah, I have their blessing. It's kind of like they... No one else has read it except for my publisher, Motina Books. And so it's coming out in, in, on Mother's Day of 2021. And, um, it's kind of very meaningful to me that it's sort of this full circle. 
So, uh, you know, the process of going through and writing a memoir and to share stories like this, um, it's not an easy thing. So I'm guessing like, the, like, tell us a little bit more about your writing process and, and what, what got you through this journey? Cause I know, yeah. I know it couldn't, this isn't like you sit down and write. So my books, I sit down and write a business lesson. I've never done a deep uh-huh. dive, like something into something this important, uh, in terms of like something personally, right? Um, so mm-hmm. tell us a little bit more about your writing process. Well, I had started writing, I started in fiction, and then I slowly started moving into these essays that were coming from my life. I realized that all the time I'd been writing fiction, and I published short stories, I won some awards, they they drew from my own experiences of loss and mm. hope. And so I realized, wow, I'm like trying to tell this other story. And so I'd already published some fiction, some memoir essays out there in some places like The Atlantic and um, Salon and Huffington Post. And then when I started writing the memoir, I realized, wow, the bigger difference is you really have to sort of get everything on the page and then realize what needs to come out and what can stay. And that's a lot, like with writing in general, people experience that where you have to kind of dump everything on the page or on the screen, and then it's hard to sift through what you need to get rid of, right? So for me, it was kind of figuring out what is helping the story go, like what's advancing the story? story that I'm trying to tell here in a memoir form and what can come out. And trimming the fat out is maybe the harder part because you have to realize, you know, this this scene meant something to me as a kid, but it really isn't advancing the story very much, the story that I'm trying mm-hmm. to tell. So cutting that out. And and there were things that I didn't want to write. You know, certainly there were things that were difficult to write. And there were times when it was hard for me to understand how people would ask questions like, well, how did you get to this place? Like, how have you forgiven your mom? And, you know, I, I, it's evolving. And that's why there's an epilogue at the, at the book. There's an epilogue at the very end, of course, that I only wrote like a year ago when my mom and I had this conversation and I incorporated it. It's almost verbatim, you know, what this conversation my mom and I had, which was like Mm -hmm. a watershed moment. And that's when I realized, okay, I have something a little bit different here than your basic childhood memoir because I have children, I'm a mom, and my mothering was completely affected by what happened with me and my mom, right? It can't, it can't not be affected by how I was raised. And so there were painful moments writing the book, and there were also really freeing moments in writing the book. And the, the hardest part for me, I think, as a memoir is wondering what people are going to think. I mean, there is that. You know, I've written it, it's, it's going to be out there, it's in, you know, process of getting published. But I am wondering how people are going to respond to it. But when you're writing something like this, you kind of have to just blank that out and put that on hold and just stay stay focused on what it is you're trying to accomplish. Amazing. Uh, what is it? And I know there's many and there's only so much that we can cover in a, you know, 15 minute podcast episode, but, mm-hmm. but I do know that normally when somebody goes into writing a memoir, something like this, obviously there's a lot of self discovery, but as it goes on, you know, there's mm-hmm. certain things that you want the readers to get, the readers to mm-hmm. get out of it. What's, what's one of those things and or themes that you would hope that some of your readers, obviously everybody gets something different when they read something, but that some mm-hmm. of your readers, um, take away from this. Well, I think, okay, so I thought a lot about memoir. I'm in the process of thinking about it, and I post a lot about it on my Instagram. One of the things I want to say, which was told, which which a dear teacher told me, her name is Deborah Bartney, which was just essentially, if you don't write your story, who will? So, mm-hmm. you know, I had to really buy into the idea that though a lot of people have been left by their parents and a lot of people have moms who leave, 
you know, my story is different and somebody else could tell my story and they have. I mean, my mom has her version of these days and my dad does too. And my, my mom actually didn't understand, like, until she read my book, the ways in which I was missing her when I was growing up, which is unfathomable to me in a way because I'm a mom and I know how much kids need me and how much I love them. But if you don't write your side of the story, nobody will tell it. So there's that. The other thing I want to say is that it's not a finger pointing blame exercise. And I really feel that if you're there to try to set the record straight in an accusatory way or to get the better of someone, you're really not going to get out of it what you could. Don't write something to be vindictive. And I'm not. And I had to really check myself about that. It didn't happen a lot. Um, I, I just I'm not here to throw someone under the bus. I'm here to tell my story as I know it. And the other thing that people say about memoir a lot is that it's not about what happened. It's about what you remember happening or what you think about what happened. And that is the amazing part of memoir, which is that it changes as you write it. It, it just your understanding of what happened changes all the time, just like your memory of things changes. It's not static. So that's why memoirs can be so rich. And I feel like the biggest part about it for me is I couldn't give voice to what I went through back then. I didn't have this understanding that I have now, but going back now and writing it offers me a sort of healing or understanding in a way that's, that cures me a little bit of the voicelessness I had back then. Mm, nice, well said. So, Ronit, that being said, I could talk to you about this all day long. I mean, it's a, I think it's awesome what you're doing, and, I, and I, I love the practice of what you've done. And you got me thinking. I'm like, oh, I know I'm supposed to write a memoir, but it's so hard, and I don't want to share all that personal stuff, and it hurts. So I'm still not going to do it for now, but one day they might get me on the hook for the book, as I like to say. Uh, but <laughs> So that being said, if somebody's listening to this and they do want to follow you, they want whether it's Instagram and follow your work and follow the um, – where wherever else they can go to find out your work. And of course the podcast, let's not forget that. I want my listeners yeah. to definitely go check out the podcast. I mean, what's the best way for my listeners okay. to, to connect with your brand? The very best way to find me for everything is ronitplank.com. So my name, R-O-N-I-T and then plank, P-L-A-N-K.com. And you will find links to my book there. You will find links to the podcast there. And the podcast is called, And Then Everything Changed. You can find it on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, iHeart, everywhere. Subscribe to it, rate and review it. If you like it, share it with your friends so other people can find these stories. And I'm on Instagram as well at Ronit Plank. And you'll see a lot of content there about the podcast, including clips from the shows and thoughts on writing and what I'm doing. Fantastic. Well, Roni, really good having you on the show today. I appreciate you coming on. And thank you again for sharing your, that amazing story that in your new book. And also, of course, I uh, want my listeners to go check out that podcast. And everybody tuning in, if you're listening for the first time, hit that subscribe button. Definitely want you to be a return listener. And uh, if you're watching this on our, on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Entertainment, hit the subscribe button there. But also leave us some comments. Um, leave us some comments on that video. I want to know what kind of projects and what kind of things you have going on in your world. Love to connect with you in the community. And Ronit, thanks again for coming on the show. Adam, thank you so much.